0: Whoa, 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 why y'all so happy? You don't
1: know, Charvette Mitchell is on the
0: radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and 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 influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell.
1: Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. Welcome to episode 467. And we are super excited uh, because we have two dynamic uh, ladies that are joining us in the virtual studio. Uh, listen, back by popular demand, we have Dr. Lori Hobson that's hanging out. I'm going to be bringing her up to the mic in just seconds. Uh, she's an accomplished motivational speaker trainer and published author. Uh, Listen, she's developed and presented workshops for a number of local, local state, and national organizations, and uh, she is dynamic, Uh, so we're just glad to have her back to kind of hear what's going on in her world uh, right now, what's going on, what's going on. Uh, Dr. Lori is also an, an academic advisor at Thomas nelson community college and a faculty member at south university but listen we don't want you to move because in our second segment uh we're bringing up to the mic karen casey author karen casey uh is joining us and really she's on a mission around awareness compassion recovery and peace she's a published author and a podcaster as well and this month is Uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and uh, Karen has been so gracious just to shed a little light on her experience and shed a little light on her recovery and where she has landed. And I'm telling you what, you do not want to miss the second segment. So what I want you to do is go ahead and jump on social media. Tell them what you're listening to. Jump on Instagram. Hey, Instagram friends. Uh, Welcome to those that are hanging out on the phone lines. Hey there. Hey, Uh, jump on Twitter. Twitter. We're glad to have you. Twitter.com slash Charvette. Uh, That's me if you're hanging out over there. Of course, Facebook. We love you guys. Facebook.com slash Charvette that's where we're hanging out over there and of course we shout out all of our broadcast stations uh we love you guys so let's go ahead and jump right on in to our first segment again bringing Dr. Lori Hobson uh back to the mic back by popular demand uh we're just tickle pink as my auntie in Millersville, Georgia would say (laughs) to have Dr. Lori (laughs) back (laughs) welcome to the show
2: Hello. I am delighted to be back, Charvette. It has been much too long since you and I have been on the radio together.
1: Yes, and I mean we <laughs> got to take this airway by storm. I tell you, when I posted um, the flyer for the show, one of my uh, Facebook connections said, "Oh, this is a powerhouse here. This this she looks like a powerhouse." And so, uh, just tell us. I'm telling you, uh, the books. Let's start just talking about you know, the writing. How did you get into writing? What was
2: what prompted you to write books? You know what? I am so glad that you asked that question. Because there's a little bit of a backstory. story. Um, mm. I lost my mom in 1994. Mm. And, um, you know, she and I were best friends. It was like losing a piece of your soul, actually. Wow. You know, it was yeah. really tough. And as I went on, um, I, was, I was working at Norfolk State as a counselor. And what I found, I found myself over and over saying to people, What my, um, you know, sharing with people, things my mother, bits of wisdom my mother shared with me. Yeah. And, um, you know, in counseling sessions. And I started saying, this is something my mother said to me when I faced the same issue that you're facing. Mm -hmm. And I I said, let me tell you what my mama's saying. And then I started thinking, gee, you know, mom's been gone. She's not Mm -hmm. saying these things to me anymore. I'm afraid I'm going to forget them. So I started to write them down. And as I wrote them down, I started getting inspired to make up my own. And as I made up my own, I started telling people what what, what I was doing. And they started telling me, well, my uncle used to say blah, blah, blah. And my grandfather said, and my mother said this, and my mother said that. And I started writing those down as well. And actually, Charlotte, I was writing a book and didn't really know it. Wow. <laughs> yes, it was a list. It was just a list on my computer. After a while the list began to get kinda of long and I um and I and I said I started saying to people, I'm writing a book and regardless of where this where this saying this quote that you gave me, regardless of where it originated, I'm going to give you credit mm-hmm. in my book mm-hmm. for it. And that's what wow. I started to do. And then I had a, a friend of mine, um, some people may know Jewel Diamond-Taylor. Jewel is based on the West Coast, um, so she doesn't get over you on this side that often. But Jewel is an amazing motivational speaker, and if you don't know Jewel and taylor you really should look her up. Jewel, mm-hmm. I, ta- I talked with Jewel. She called me, and I talked to her, and I said, yes, I'm writing this book, and it's on my computer. And she said, well, what the heck is it doing on your computer? What good what, what is it doing there? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> She said, the next time I see you, you better have taken that, that book off of your computer and published it. Yeah. And I said, yes, ma'am. And I still had no idea. I still had no idea how, what to do. Three days later, I got a phone call from a friend of mine, um, a classmate of mine from a long time ago. I hadn't talked to him in maybe three years. He called. And we were chatting. And I mentioned my conversation with Jewel. And he said, Lord, I know a website that you can go to. You know that you can, you know, you can upload your book. And, you know, you, you you have to at that time. That's not true anymore of, of this website. But you 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 um you edit it yourself and you just upload it and then you just you know get your books.
0: Uh-huh. So the next
2: time I saw Jewel, I did have a copy of my book, and that was my first book, "Mama Sayings and Life Reflections." Wow! Action taker, yep.
1: action taker. How Even many people? people- how many people sit on that? How many people are, that are listening to us probably have lists on their computers like you had,
2: you know? Uh, lots and lots of people. And, that, and, and actually, uh, you know, this gives me, this kind of leads me to something else that I'm working on. I have been doing workshops on becoming a, a self-published author. Mm-hmm. And um, I am going to be doing a mastermind class, a free mastermind class, And um, I I invite anybody, you can be anywhere in the world, you know, and attend this class. The way that you find out, my name is Lori, L-O-R-I, middle middle M. Hobson, H-O-B-S-O-N. If you go to my Facebook page, I have posted that that, um, link so many times. All you need to do is click on the link on my Facebook page or scroll down, you'll see it. Okay, now I'm going to tell you on my page, um, <laughs> there you know, and click, click on that link. And all I'm asking you to do is ask me a question about becoming a, um, a published, a self-published author. And I am going to, I've already done an outline based on the questions that have already been asked. I want to be able to have your uh, information so that I can mm-hmm. invite you to, to be a part of that masterclass. Wow! What an offer, uh, listeners. This listen
1: complimentary uh what an offer so you need to take uh Dr. Lori up on that and I've tagged her on Facebook so it's very simple connection uh point there so if you're following me and I know you're following me facebook.com slash Charlotte <laughs> it's a public post we don't have to be friends mm-hmm. and Jeff on Dr. Lori's name and that's a great um right there a great connection point uh so thank you for offering offering that to people and so um, so it didn't it – didn't, well, let me let me just say this. How can people get a hold of that particular book? Because I know there are people saying, ooh, I want to know what mama said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, you can find all of my books are available through my website. And my website is lauriehopson.com, L-O-R-I-H-O-B, like boy, S, like Sam, O-N, like Nancy. .com they are all, all of my books you can go to the books and media tab you can scroll down on the first page um they are available there all you have to do is click and it takes you over to where you can order the book and of course if you live in the Hampton Roads Virginia area and you you want a, an autographed copy you can contact me send me an email um you know give me a call if you've got my number <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, there you go. Uh, and and
2: and I can uh, you know get together with you that I can sign a copy. Unfortunately, the copies co- copies that are available through my website are not. Uh, I won't be able to sign them because they come directly from the publisher.
1: Got it. All right. So that's uh, there. You go, listeners. You have it right there. And so, Dr. Laura, you are also known as your your resilience coach. And so talk a little mm-hmm. bit about re- resilience. What does that mean? Do we naturally have it? Can we learn it? Tell us about resilience.
2: Okay. Resilience is is interesting that um that you ask that question because I've had so many people say to me um that resilience um you know you, you people won't understand that word and mm. um they you know that you you should just call it bouncing back from difficulty and you know and and I for some reason have always kind of resisted that Mm -hmm. because I think that if you, if you don't understand resilience and you won't look it up or give me a call and ask me about it, um, that, you know, that maybe that's not, maybe it's not something you have that much interest in, you know, but resilience, resilience is, um, I'm quoting from my latest book on resilience. Okay. (laughs) Um, the, 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 um, Um, the the definition that I like best is from Dr. Gail Wagnell. I love her. She has been so supportive and we have never met face to face. I'm looking forward to that, but she helped me with my doctoral research. Um, And it's defined this way. The capacity each of us has for growth and positive adaptation in spite of the constant barrage of stress we feel on a daily basis. Okay. Mm. All right. Um, The, the best part of being resilient is not just surviving a difficulty. It is the ability to grow and improve as a result of difficulty. And you asked a great question, Charlotte, do we naturally have it? Yes. Mm -hmm. We do naturally have um, some, some resilience characteristics. Absolutely. Are there some that, you know, can you learn it? Absolutely. Not so not, not learn it as much as improve it. Once Mm -hmm. you know what it is. You know, um, and there are certain core characteristics. Again, you know, I learned the majority of them from Dr. Wagnell, um, You know, you uh, and I will kind of run down those. And if you, you know, if you have yes, any questions, please. you want me to delve any deeper? Okay. Um, there is purpose. You know, having a sense of purpose, of reason for being. Some great, I, you know, I, I want to, you know, to cure cancer. That's wonderful, you know, if that, but it doesn't have to be anything that huge. It can be wanting to be you, that okay. you can be. It might be you wanted to be a great parent or a great cook, you know, or a great sister, a mother, you know, something like that. Just knowing what you're here for.
3: Yeah. You
2: know, right. Why are you alive? Why do you exist? Why do you do what you do every day? Why do you get up? Things like that. And then there's perseverance. And this is the way. This is the way I I I, I say perseverance. Can you hang? Heck, you know, can you? Hang. I do. Like, can you hang? I you know I teach graduate students, and I um, have done. I did a workshop for South on. Uh, on resilience in graduate school. And my, my title, okay, that's the intellectual title, and, you know, I, I, I got that part, okay? But the bottom line is and what, I, and what I say to them and anyone who is considering going to college at any level, pursuing anything new, stepping mm-hmm. out of their comfort zone, I say, I, we know you can learn. You know, by the time you get to the sixth grade, we know you can learn, okay? But can you hang? That is the real question. Can you hang? And the answer is yes. So those of you who out there who are going, no, I can't hang, Doctor I You know, I thought I could, but uh, you know, and, or, or I, I've never have been able to. I don't even want to hear that. Yes, you can hang. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you are
1: snatching away yes, all excuses, yeah. right? <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um the next part is um composure and balance. In other words being being able to if you um when you are faced with a difficulty and we all are faced with challenges, people, you know, challenging times or experiences, okay, if you freaking While you're freaking out, you are not thinking, planning, doing anything productive. So it's really important for you to be able to be composed, okay? And the other part, other half of that is balance, all right? You know, and there may be – because there may be some times when, you know, when you can't help but freak out, when freaking out is kind of all you can do. But, you know, you you can't Mm -hmm. continue with that. Um, and you can't freak out every single time anything challenging is presented to you. Most yeah. people know somebody that every little thing, you know, oh, I broke the heel on my shoe, you know, um, you know, my life is over. You know that every little thing is is, is such a big big deal. Yeah, you gotta have some balance. Okay, you break your shoe. All right. Well, you know, maybe you limp to some place where you can change your shoes. <laughs> You know, it, you know it, it's, it's something like that. But you can't have the same um, reaction to breaking the heel on your shoe as you have to, um, you know, getting into an a, a automobile accident. Right. You know, those are two – see, right. You, you, you need to have that balance. And there are actually um, – everybody knows what distress is.
0: Everybody mm-hmm. knows about
2: being distressed, right? However – there is a positive stress, and that stress, and that is called U stress. And U stress is things like when you find yourself outside of your comfort zone, when you challenge mm-hmm. yourself. Okay, um, on the you know you, you stress um, is something that improves your life. Okay, it is um, the kind of stress that motivates you and leads you to becoming accomplished and fulfilling your purpose and fulfilling your dreams. Okay, Um, Mm -hmm. you weren't born just to hang on. You were born to hang in and survive. All right. It is your destiny to live the best life you can and thrive. And that's where you stress takes you. Distress, we know all about it. I'm not going into it. Because it's not like, you know, I mean, if I had, you know, three days and, you know, to, to fill, that would be one thing. I only have <laughs> three right. minutes. And you all know what distress is, okay? Yes. <laughs> the, 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 the next thing is coping skills. You need to know how to cope. Most people have more coping skills than they think, you know. Mm. If you are able to be composed, okay, and have that balance, give yourself, allow yourself some time to think about whatever it is, challenge, obstacle, barrier, you know, or, 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 or open door, that's kind of scary, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, um, if, you know, if you're able to think about how to deal with those things, those thoughts and those plans that come to you as a result um, are your coping skills, you know, and can you improve them? Certainly. Certainly. You know, we all can, but we all have some degree of coping skills, okay? And uh, the last um, resilience characteristic is authenticity, who you are, you know, simply being authentic about who you are, okay? Because there is not a thing wrong with who you are, you know? I remember... um, Gosh, and and, and I, this is not – this can't be a direct quote because I, I don't remember it exactly, but I remember reading something that Ayanna, I believe it was Ayanna Van said, you know, that there's nothing wrong – it's probably in Mama Sains – that <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with the way you were, except maybe it didn't get you what you wanted. Oh, yeah. You know, if, you're, if, you, if you feel a need to make a change – um, it's not because there's something wrong with the way you were. It's because, you know, there's, there's something more that you want. You know, and being very real about who you are can get you there. That's a great perspective. But there
1: isn't, because mm-hmm. a lot of times people will beat themselves up.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh um, mm-hmm. huh.
1: That you know things didn't go the way they planned. Life they aren't far enough along. You know we're into the fourth quarter. You know a couple mm-hmm. months away from 2019. I had all of these things on my list to do for 2018, and it's not done. And so people get stuck there. So I love that perspective of okay, let's let's just look at what you can do, and let's look at moving mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Don't look at what has happened
2: as wrong. hmm. Exactly. And and I'll tell you what, Charlotte. Um, I am not immune, okay? J-j- please don't anybody yeah. think I am. <laughs> I am not immune. The reason that I have such an interest in resilience is because I have had to be resilient. I have had to um, explore those characteristics, you know, and I've had to learn about myself, and I have had to cope and handle, and I have had, I have had my days mm-hmm. where I pull the covers over my head. Okay, but I don't stay there because there's nothing productive about that. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, and I and I have my conversation with God every morning, and you know, and there are times when I'm saying, "Lord, please deliver me from unproductive, negative thoughts." Mm. Hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's you know, good. I'm, That's Yes. Good. yes. So and anybody who's that. out there listening, right, please don't think. Please you know, please don't think I'm just doing this because I read some books for dissertation. No. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> the Voice
1: of Experience, VOE.
2: Absolutely. And <laughs> I love because,
1: Dr. Laura, you posted on your Facebook yesterday, uh, so this is right in line with, with what you just said, um, a negative mind will never give you a positive life. Mm-hmm. We posted that yesterday, and so mm-hmm. how does one? How does one? And, and listeners, we appreciate you uh, the old, all those that are coming in and on the phone lines and uh, checking in and coming in from all across our broadcast stations. Uh, you're checking out Dr. Lori Hobson, and you can hear why she is the resilient coach, uh, motivational speaker, and author. And so, uh, if if people are de- dealing with negatively in their mind, what are maybe one or two tips you can just give them to just shift that that negativity that may keep creeping up in their mind.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. No, thank you. Thank you. That, that is an excellent question I would love to answer. Um, the negative thoughts, however many years you've been on this planet, okay, you know, if it's mm-hmm. 13, if it's 94, okay, <laughs> however many years you've been on this planet, it is taking you um, that long to develop your reactions to things. You know, when you have a negative reaction, let's say you're, you're, you're 25, and it's taking you 25 years, to develop the way you respond in certain situations that is negative. So the first thing I want you to do is not, not be upset when that negative thought comes. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a certain feeling that you get when you're having a negative thought sometimes it's a physical feeling sometimes you know your heart beats a little faster sometimes your stomach gets queasy you know some you know sometimes it's it's some kind of a physical thing but there is some kind of way that you feel when you have that negative thought if you explore yourself um, you'll Mm -hmm. figure it out and if you can't I would be happy to help you okay Um, and when you start feeling that feeling then you know you're having some kind of a positive. i mean some kind of a negative thought as soon as you feel that feeling as soon as you have that negative thought i want you to consciously stop and change that thought say something else for example if you think you are too short um, mm. and you have this i am just too short uh, you know everybody is taller than me i can't see blah 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 negative negative, negative. Okay, and you change you change that perspective. you know, perhaps I am shorter than most people, however, I can always get to the front of the line to the front of the crowd, so I can see now understand um, understand me. I know that when you first start changing that thought, whatever it is, when you first have that negative thought and change it yeah. to the opposite it feels fake. I know it does mm-hmm. It feels fake. Do it anyway. Because after a while, it will stop feeling fake. I promise. Oh, You have to could. make a habit of it, though. Right. You know, like you say, I always get lost when I'm looking for some new place. Mm-hmm. You don't always get lost. But if that's what you tell yourself. But if you say, right. I don't always get lost. You know, most of the time, I, I, I get, go to a new place without a problem. Right. Change it. You know, Change if you're it. Fake, because some yeah, some of you out there are saying, "Hm, mm, Dr. Lori, hm, I you know, I, you know, that that that's just that, that's just fake. That doesn't work." Um it does. But you have to be consistent and persistent. If you have oh. negative thought and, you, and and you and you go with it, oh well, okay, so you did. That doesn't mean that you can't have a another you know, that, that doesn't mean that you can't respond to a thought
1: of that type. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this really segues what you just said, segues into your 30-day um, planner. So you have a 30-day planner called Set Yourself Free. And so, mm-hmm. I, that you know, that guidance, <laughs> that, like that on the spot, like hot off the press guidance you just gave, I feel like would set someone free of just turning that that and into positive. Talk a little bit more about the 30-day planner that you have, uh, Set Yourself Free. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Set Yourself Free is, a th- is not simply an appointment book. Okay. Set Yourself mm-hmm. Free. It's a planner, so it has, it, has a, you know, it has a calendar in and a schedule for 30 days, um, but it is very different. Each, each page has some inspirational quotes. Some of them are some mama sayings you know and life reflections is is the book you know the book that I wrote that I told you about earlier um yes. some of them are from from uh, famous people whose names you will recognize you know um and you know and others might be from people whose names you don't recognize but each page has some kind of inspiration each page has each page has a to do list and an accomplishment list and oh. um, and what inspired me was going I used to Leave, leave work and go home, and I thought about all the things I didn't get to, all the things I didn't do. And, you know, so by the time I got home, I was all stressed out about what I couldn't do anything about. Right. But then I, started, I decided to flip the script and just say, a, and just remind myself of what I had already done. You know, not what I didn't do, but what I did do. And that's why there's an accomplishment list. Okay? And then there's a list on each page for what you, you know, what you have to Move over to tomorrow, you know. But it is so much better. It's the same day. It's the same workday, Charvette. Yes. Yeah. But if you if you if you make a list of what you did as opposed to a list of what you didn't do, your feeling about that workday is completely different.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I agree. And that is a part of my my evening, uh, you know, wind down and, and close out is what did I learn today? What did I accomplish? And it's just like going back to that, you know, I get lost all the time, or I'm too short, or whatever. It's flipping to make the focus the positive things. And so um, I love that. Set yourself free, a 30 day planner for improving your improving your most important life areas. So you all can grab that, uh, LoriHopson dot com main website right mm-hmm.
2: there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what and I else wanna... do you have coming up? Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, I've already told you about the Mastermind. Yes. Get that invitation. You can go on my Facebook. It is And I I need to – I'm going to post it.
1: All right, listeners, I am telling you what, we might be having a little bit of technical difficulty uh, there, but we are excited, uh, again, um, to have the chance to talk to Dr. Dr. Lori Hobson, again, life coach, motivational speaker, counselor, trainer. Uh, just jump over to uh, dot com, and if you're hanging out on charvette, Uh, There's information there. Uh, And again, I've connected on Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash Charvette, and twitter.com slash Charvette. Hey, to all of those friends, those that are hanging out on the phone line, big shout out if you're listening in from my mobile app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a, a a frequent listener, or you're listening for the first time, and you're saying I don't want to miss the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show anymore, uh, on your <laughs> on your Apple device, uh, you can download um, my mobile app. Um, we're also available in iTunes. So just just search for Charvette in iTunes, and that's available for you. And I heard through the grapevine, you can even hear on an Alexa device. So. Um, Shout out to those of you who may be listening to me from an Alexa device. This is modern technology. All right. This is modern technology. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and go to our commercial break. And then when we come back, we'll be rolling actually right into our second segment uh, with author Karen Casey. Uh, So don't move. We'll be right back.
0: It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this.
1: Water conservation is especially on people's minds during dry periods, but it's important all the time. One place to save water is in the home landscape. Irrigate in the early morning hours and apply no more than three-quarters of an inch of water. Make sure your irrigation system is working properly and isn't leaking. Remove weeds when you see them, keep fertilizing to a minimum, and water grass only when it starts to wilt. This public service
0: announcement is brought to you by Gardening in a Minute. For more information about water conservation, visit gardeninginaminute.com or contact your University of Florida IFAS County Extension Office.
2: Hello, we are 123jobzone.com, an online job search portal. We are user friendly and if you're searching for a job with us, it's easy as 123. Step one, go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step two, once registered, upload your resumes. Step three, get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today.
1: Good luck with your job search. Does your church or ministry have a website? Are you a local artist or author that has an established web presence? If you answer no to any of these questions, you're letting countless opportunities pass you by. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell Productions was created with your needs in mind. We will provide you with stylish and economical online marketing solutions. From email marketing to your own website, Mitchell Productions caters to ministries, nonprofits, Small businesses and special events. Check out our portfolio at Mitchell Productions. In today's world, a website is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And Mitchell Productions can create your website in a stylish manner at a very economical price. Don't let business, customers, or new congregation members pass you by. Visit Mitchell Productions today at www.mitchell-productions.com. Let us showcase your organization to the world.
0: She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. And, uh, for all of our listeners
2: going to tuning in,
1: listen, uh, we're going to uh, grab Dr. Lori from the uh, virtual green room. And bring her back in to wrap up uh, here. And I am telling you what, um, we are excited uh, that we had an opportunity uh, to chat with Dr. Lori uh, and to share. Uh, Again, hanging out uh, with us if you're online. We've tagged Dr. Lori, so there's a great connection point uh, right there. There's a great connection point right there. All right, so we are getting ready for our next guest coming up. I am really excited. Uh, and so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be bringing Karen on the air. We'll be right back after this.
2: You don't know why.
1: Knowing your breasts can save your life. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. And we are super excited to have an author, spotlight for this segment. So you guys know I love authors. I love anyone that is promoting something good and useful for our community because the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we are here today because we're going to be chatting with Karen Casey. Listen, awareness, compassion, recovery, peace, those are four words that describe this dynamic author who's here to just share candidly with us about her journey and her mission. And uh, and I'm telling you what, you want to keep it locked right here. So what I want you to do is to go ahead and jump on your social media sites and uh, jump on all of your email lists and all that and say, hey, listen, you need to come over and you need to listen uh, right now to the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show. Uh, We appreciate all those that are listening in live, those that are hanging out uh, on the phone lines. We appreciate you as well uh, as we jump right on in um, to this segment. So let me get my guest uh, here live in the studio. She's been hanging out in the virtual uh, green room again Karen Casey is joining us. I love the scripture that she has. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalms thirty four eighteen. Uh coming up to the mic right now.
3: Karen, Casey, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Sharbat. I just want to thank you for the honor of spending time with you on your show.
1: Oh, it is our, it is our pleasure. And so um, let's start a little bit from the beginning, uh, you know, before the books and before all of that. Just tell us a little bit about, um, you know, just how, uh, you know, life has, has brought you to the place of where you are now, even before you started writing books, what kind of uh,
3: prompted you to come this way in life? Okay, um, well, I was born into a large family, uh, living in Ohio and then West Virginia, and that was all before I came to Virginia. I graduated from Radford University, and then I worked for the Commonwealth of uh, Virginia for 31 years. But that's not really telling my story. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. um, I was born into a, a, a very dysfunctional and violent home, and there was a lot of child abuse, Especially for the oldest three of us, there were six children altogether. And um, as time went on, we learned to protect each other. But even at that, um, we had a tragedy. With uh, my mother had slipped away with my baby brother, and um, she—I um, believe that she committed suicide, leaving him severely handicapped. So that mm. affected the entire community and all of our relatives, of course. Everyone felt guilty if they knew anything about our domestic violence situation. So then I went on into life, you know, and I was a young wife and mother, but I couldn't hold that relationship together. In fact, I had several failed relationships until I reached my 40s and At that time, I was alone. I had turned my back on God, and I Mm -hmm. met a very charismatic and violent man. And he was very attentive and loving one minute and then very, very abusive the next, like my mother. And so I went right back to that, and I was enmeshed with him. And I stayed with him even when he tried to kill me. So I finally reached a point in, in all of that at the very bottom of my pit and I cried out to God to forgive me, to rescue me, and to, uh, to rescue me and to save me. And he did. I did escape that situation, but it took yeah. me years to recover. And as I recovered, my gratitude to the Lord has motivated me to write and to speak. And I've learned so much during that journey and I want to help others to gain tools for overcoming their challenges and defeat the demons in their lives so they can enjoy life. So passing it tool. Wow.
1: <laughs> yes. Let me just say thank you for being transparent and for being willing to share uh, a lot of people that perhaps have gone through situations that you've gone through, just, you know, they, they, put it under the rug and said I'm not even going to mention it. So we applaud you for being transparent and just sharing um, with others. And this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month uh, listeners. And so as a social awareness segment, author awareness segment, we're bringing awareness uh, to this uh, and so that we can shine a light on it and then let people know if they are experiencing This either going through in it, out of it, there is support and there is help. Uh, What would you say, and certainly God played a huge part of this and faith played a huge part of this, would you say that really was what helped get you into the recovery space? Uh,
3: Yes, I, I feel that it's my calling to help others and, um, you know, God can turn whatever was bad into good. And, and I think that that is what is happening here. And I had a process for overcoming, and I share that with other people. And All I can right. on that and, now if you'd like.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. Please do.
3: Okay. I call it my recipe for overcoming or finding victory. And the first step would be to turn to God like I did when I cried out to the Lord for forgiveness, for rescue and for salvation. Um, safely leave the dangerous toxic environment. That's a very hard step to do. And it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. But there are experts out there that a person can turn to and develop an escape plan. And then have faith and believe and then be thankful and grateful for everything that they have and that they were brought out of. And then finally to forgive Forgive themselves, forgive others, forgive the abuser.
1: Mm, and that 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 is huge. There. Uh, what do you say to people who say, "Well, why don't people just leave? Why don't why do they stay? Why don't they just leave?" What, what's your response to that person?
3: Well, there is so many reasons that a person might not leave immediately, or may not. You know, they just remain in that situation. I certainly did for a while. And and you can look at it. There's several reasons, but I think some of the more common reasons is there's always that dream for a happily ever after. There's always that hope. And it's mm-hmm. hard to tear that away. And also there may be fear, fear to stay, fear to leave, fear for the children. You know, there's always going to be threat along those lines. And they've become dependent on their abusers, so they may not know how they can possibly survive without them, even though they are so mean. There's
2: wow, so a, a lot of facts. A lot of Oh, factors. many, many in it. But
3: that
1: is wow. the April question. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's why I wanted to play Angel's advocate and, and answer it. If there's anyone listening thinking that, now you have you have the response to that question that may be in your head. And so, uh, how can people um, find out some more resources? Which I know you have some things on your website. So let's share your website address for our for our listeners.
3: Okay, it's www. KarenJaneCasey.com That's C-A-R-I-N J-A-Y-N-E C-A-S-E-Y dot com awesome. and, and if you're that, listening from
1: Charvette.com Oh yeah, and if you're listening from Charvette.com that link is right there for you Alright, go right ahead oh,
3: Okay, I am just going to share a few statistics um, As of 2017 I got this from Safe, Safe Horizons website one in four women, one in four women, and one in seven men will be victims of domestic violence or abuse in their lifetime. Mm. One in ten women in the United States will be raped by an intimate partner in her lifetime. So it's not something we can ignore. It could be happening right. to someone that we love, our neighbors, our coworkers right now.
1: Absolutely, with those numbers. And so, listeners, if you're if you're out to lunch or out to dinner, and it's four ladies sitting at the table enjoying dinner, based on the statistics, one of your friends at the table has or is experiencing domestic violence. That's that's right,
3: son. That's real. It's that's scary that's, because the reality. it's people around you. Yeah. And actually, when it, I was going mm-hmm. through my work of my domestic violence, I was working for the Commonwealth. Fellow workers did not know my situation.
2: Hmm.
1: And, and because it's not something it you're it's, broadcasting. You know, you're not. No. You're not, it's not something you're broadcasting. So Because there, there's a level of, is there a level of shame of, you know, did I do something wrong? Do do, do victims deal with those things
3: And and they shamefully hide their bruises and act like nothing has happened. Um, It's one of those skeletons in the closet that doesn't need to be in the Mm. closet.
1: (laughs) Right, right. It doesn't need to be in the closet. And listeners, you have people like Karen Casey who's who's standing on the mountain saying, "Hey, get help. There's resources." Um, and so your book, My Dear Rosa Jean, um, is a compelling drama about a frightening, cunning predator in his patient quest to hook, capture and harm his victims. He's about a wom- It's about a woman's journey through a lifetime of hopelessness and helplessness and the many paths she finds along the way that are open for her survival spiritual growth, and eventually recovery. Finally, it's about society's perceptions and responses to this ongoing social issue. So the book, My Dear Rosa Jean, what was the catalyst for you to say, I need to write this book?
3: I really felt deeply inspired by God to do this. I would not even be able to sleep at night. Typically, I would wake up at 1 o'clock and I would see paragraphs over and over again until I finally got up and went to the computer. And then mm-hmm. around 6 o'clock, my husband would bring in some coffee and say, Are you going to work? And that happened the entire time I was writing My Dear Rosa Jean. I was definitely inspired to share this book and to share hope with other people that Um, as they fall into situations similar to this they know the process of overcoming
1: wow and this is based off your life story or loosely based off of your life story
3: yes it is loosely based off my life story I wrote it in fiction um, to protect family members to protect my abuser and you know I encourage people, if they have a testimony, to say, this is what God brought me out of and he can do it for you too. Find a way to share that testimony.
1: Because we overcome by the words of our testimony. We overcome, we overcome. So listeners, pick up My Dear Rosa Jean. Uh, You want to pick that up, this book by Karen Casey, my dear Rosa Jean, and how can they get a hold of a
3: copy? Okay, they can um, go to Amazon.com, Kindle, Barnes & Noble, Nook, and they can contact me at my website, com. All
1: right. And so talked about, you know, people that are going through this, um, and their resources and help so if someone's listening right now and they're literally they're saying this is me I- I'm going through this um, what are what would be some immediate you know steps or actions you would tell them to take or resources available?
3: okay yes definitely that's very important um, if you're in immediate danger of course you call 911 but um, I just want to say to anyone that may be in this situation, you are not alone, it is not your fault, and you can get help. The National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 1-800-799-7233, SAFE. And through that number, I believe that they can get regional phone numbers as well, but I'm going to give a few. Care Shelter, which is for serving the areas of Chesterfield, Colonial Heights, Dinwiddie, Hopewell, Petersburg, Prince George in Virginia is eight oh four eight six one oh eight four nine and that is an emergency response center shelter for the women and their children coming from domestic violence. Also um, I'm uh, on the board of directors with Yeshua's house and it is an eighteen month transitional home for women and their children coming out of domestic violence, and that number is eight oh four. 605 um, There's also Safe Horizons, 1-800-621-HOPE. And there's several other numbers. They can Google domestic violence victim assistance on, on the Internet and get um, access to other numbers if they need them.
1: All right. There you have it, listeners. There's some help. There's some guidance for you, um, and so I'd like to actually spend a little time talking about signs. So uh, we are we acknowledge that there are listeners, based off of the statistics, that are experiencing this right now. How can we help younger, older? It doesn't matter. People from going into perhaps a domestic violence situation. So, what are some of the signs? Uh- that people should look for in relationships and friendships.
3: That is very important, and um, we can be watching out for each other. Uh, Some of the Mm -hmm. red flags would be isolating their partner from friends and family, jealousy when their partner is spending time with anyone more than themselves, insults, put-downs, shaming, accusations, wanting to be in control of the money and making all the decisions, financial threats forcing sex, animal abuse, disrupting sleep, emotional pain, damaging property, taking property, stalking, monitoring their emails, gaslighting, and, and gaslighting is when you're trying to convince the other person that they're the one that, ones that lost this or they said this or that. So Mm. when you see that happening to a family member or friend, you can point it out to them. Give them literature so they see for themselves this is signs of domestic violence, of abuse. Mm. Those are the signs, listeners.
1: Those are the signs to look for in yourself, in your relationships, and uh, for friends. And you know what? Sometimes people don't listen And you might say, well, I'm not going to say anything because I'm not going to get into people's business. But this is something, this is business you want to get into. This is business you want to get into. You don't want to sit back and say, well, I don't want to be in people's business. This is not the time for that response. You want to be involved. You want to get involved. Mm -hmm. And so we, again, are grateful to have you here, Karen, uh, shedding a light on this, again, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, um, and you have help, you have resources, and so you also uh, wrote some other books as well. so you have granny babysit the The mischievous Five. <laughs> Tell us about that book. Uh,
3: yes, oh, I enjoyed so much writing that one because uh it is based on experiences I've had with my siblings as they were growing up. I was the oldest, um my children and my grandchildren. So, in fact, when I was writing it, my son called me one time and he said, um, "Mom, did you put such and such in, in the book? And I said, well, no. And he said, well, I think it's significant. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the co-author here. <laughs> go ahead, co-author. <go> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they enjoyed, they enjoyed me um, sharing that book. And, and of course, it, it's especially fun for um Kids, the, uh it's a chapter book, so it's especially fun for kids that are eight and up. And then, of course, okay. adults enjoy it because it helps them bring memories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wonderful. And how can a listeners get a hold of that book? Um, also,
3: all of my books are available at Amazon.com. Kendall, Barnes and Noble Nook, and um, also they can contact me at my website, com. But I also have another book, Mystery at Kansas Bay, and that one is yes. a um, page turner, and uh, it's uh, about um, some teenagers in a quiet community, and then uh, suddenly. Things started, starts happening, and the community is wondering if they're connected or not. But on the sidelines, it brings healing for the loss of a loved one.
1: Mm. Wow. Mystery at Candace Bay. So check that out. Uh, so you've got some options. You've got mystery. You've got something great. Uh, for the kids and children and certainly uh, we want to also uh, keep in your list my dear Rosa Jean. Well Karen, I'm telling you, you're just doing uh, big things. You have uh, you know, a podcast and so uh,
3: talk a little bit about that. Okay. Um, two years ago I was uh, approached by Benita Claiborne with Storm Talk 365 Radio and I began Doing the podcast Turn to God with Karen. And not surprisingly, it's about overcoming challenges in life and finding victory. It's faith based. And uh, then I started doing Abundant Living with Karen also every week. And it's uh, mainly about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I am really enjoying life with these. And this month, especially. On all my podcasts with Turn to God with Karen, it is going into the specifics about um, the process of finding that victory in life.
1: Oh, right. And uh, listeners, you can connect again on her website, which is if you're listening to this show from com. the link is right there, so you can get the information there. And um, so I don't want to leave listeners. Um without kind of finishing up your story, and so um did you find love
3: again uh, yes, i did i'm I'm married now. I' was very cautious going into it <laughs> in yeah, fact yeah. um <laughs> in fact um i I was not interested in joining my church or marrying my husband until God really pressed me. And then I did both at the same time, and that is when my calling began. That's when I started reaching out and helping other people. It's interesting. Oh, wow. You think you're protecting wow. yourself, but when you open up, that is where it is.
1: That's where it is. That mm-hmm. is where it is. Well, awesome. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, you know, people say happily ever after, whatever your term is. I just want listeners to know um, there is life after. There is, there is life. There is hope um, after to live an amazing, uh, amazing life. And walk in your purpose and walk in your calling. I think that is it. Karen, why do you think some people um, struggle with just walking in their calling and, and walking out their purpose?
3: Uh, Oops I think I touched the phone Um, (laughs) They're maybe um, They just need to get closer to God And pray about it And then they Mm -hmm. will get the guidance That they need But a lot of times we're worried about What other people think And Mm -hmm. um, You know they look at Success in this world And maybe it's not going to be Financially productive but they're 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 reaching out into God's kingdom. So it's yeah. a, it's a lot of decisions for people to face. It may not be the popular thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Most often, it's not the popular thing. Most
3: yes, that's
2: times,
3: right. it's not. Wow, <laughs> and, and I tell you, you've some...
2: a... Yes.
1: Anytime you step out, there is a there's it may not be popular, right? And I know you've done some
3: mission work too in in the past, right? Uh, yes. Um, um, once a year, all the um, churches in the United States, I think because um, I know of someone from California, go to New York for the nice um, ex- extreme makeover, and there there are lots of women's shelters and homeless shelters and we are dispatched to different shelters to love on them and um, mm-hmm. do their hair, their nails, their makeup. Um, I do shoulder massages and give them my book and, and it's just a really wonderful experience. Wonderful, and,
2: um,
1: wonderful. So and, there's and
3: lots of ways to help. Oh yes, there's lots of ways that people can uh, reach out and help others. Um, uh, there are many organizations in need of people to step out and to help those that are in need of food or restoration in some way also um, uh, like I mentioned I'm on the board of directors with Yeshua's house and um, any time that you serve the community there is reward for that I mean it's yes. a great feeling to to do it so, I awesome. so for to listeners
1: help yes, and for listeners that are not in virginia that is a um a nonprofit in in richmond virginia uh but they have a website and you could still give online um and donate if you are not in this area
3: that's right and that is y e s a u a s house h o u s d dot net
1: Wonderful, and uh, that is um, an organization I can say that that is just very visible and really working um, in the community and people in a great resource. So um, I know sometimes people are if you hear something on the internet, you're like, I'm not sure. No, we can we can attest um, that they are uh-huh. absolutely helping the community <laughs> and working. Absolutely. Well, my, my last, last question, question for you yeah my last question for you uh, this time flew by um, the goal of the show is to motivate excite and influence and we want to know what continues to motivate you
3: I feel uh, like I am serving my purpose as I as I move forward in this in domestic violence advocacy and also to sharing the gospel of Jesus I've it, it's rewarding in itself, and that motivates mm-hmm. you to keep going. Plus, I look at where what? I came from, and I'm so filled with gratitude. Yeah. I feel like my life is a miracle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're grateful, you do things to show your gratitude.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and I think if all of us sat down, we would all agree our lives are miracles, really. If you look look over,
3: right.
1: him, Uh just uh, us breathing and walking, and it's all a miracle. Uh, what a great perspective. Well, Karen, thank you so much for stopping by the show and being here to shed the light. <laughs> We are uh, glad that we had an opportunity to feature you, and uh, this is going to wrap up another edition of the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Uh, listeners, we thank you for always tuning in and checking us out. We appreciate um, all of your support uh, throughout the year, and uh, we're going to see you guys. Next
0: week. Bye.